From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie G. And welcome to The Desert Scene, and we're very happy to welcome to the show Larry Capalotto. I hope I'm saying that right. Such a pretty last name. Hi, Larry. How are you? Uh, Good morning, Bonnie. How are you? Did I say that right? Capalotto? Did I say that right? Capoloto. That was okay. great. Yeah, it was very good. Most people butcher it. <laughs> well, well uh, that, and that's what I wanted to make sure I didn't. Um, Capoloto. Okay. So, um, you, Larry's a wonderful singer. Uh, been around town for quite a while. And he's got this wonderful um, home base, kind of, uh, on Mondays at the Indian Wells Resort Hotel. Every Monday with rotating singers. So, you just kicked off your, this new season. Uh, was it last week, I think? Week before? Uh, two weeks before was our first uh, first uh, Monday, and uh, Sharon Sills was my guest at that time. She's fabulous. And uh, we had a had a very nice crowd to start the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have uh, rotating singers. They're all of them are my buddies. They're all fabulous. Leslie Tenaro, Darcy Daniels, Christy King, Sharon Sills, all wonderful, wonderful singers. And t- tell how long have you been there? And tell people the sort of the the genesis of how this Monday night thing came to be. Well, this started out, I've been there, this is my seventh season of doing my individual show. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, I spent the last 17 years uh, with the Ted Herman Orchestra, big band. Mm-hmm. And they played at the hotel for like four years uh, on Sundays. And I was mm-hmm. Ted's featured uh, vocalist. Mm-hmm. And uh, the hotel called and uh, said, hey, We'd like you to take Mondays over. Uh, are you interested? And I, I said, wonderful. I, yeah. I love it. And uh, at that time, it was Ted was phasing out, and uh, so the timing was perfect. And uh, so I took over Mondays, and it's been very successful ever since. And I, I, I love my Mondays. Yeah. My my ladies love their Mondays. They yeah. work with me because that leaves their weekends wide open for. Right. Uh, other gigs. Right, right. So tell people, let's go back, uh, uh, talk a little bit about your, your beginnings. Where are you from originally, and did you start singing as a kid? Tell us a little bit about how you started. Um, I was born in Seattle, Washington, and got started uh, singing in high school. I was with a quartet uh, called the Dreamers. Okay. Uh, then I went into the service, and I did some singing in the service, Um I came back and started doing nightclub shows in Seattle uh, with a comedian uh, named Jerry Moreno, and we were called Larry and Jerry. And that was at a time that uh, uh, Martin and Lewis, and there were a lot of duos right. working at, at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was it was successful. And, um, you know, as things happened, we eventually uh, went our own ways, and I started doing singles. And then I moved to uh, new, moved to the desert. What yeah, made you? What made desert. you come to the desert? What made you make that decision? Well, one of the people, or one of the groups that I worked with in Seattle, was a, a group called Pete Mateo Trio, and uh, they used me as a fourth man, uh, and I, it, it really worked well because I love harmony, mm-hmm. and they did a lot of a lot of three part harmony type things, and they ended up moving to the desert. And so I came down to visit them, and when I got off the airplane, it was like, well, it felt like I was home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that 
that's exactly how it all happened. And the next thing I knew, I sold my house and moved down here. Wow. And what year and was, that was that? Over, that was 30 years ago. Wow. Wow. 19, 19, yeah, 1989, I believe it was. Yeah. So it, it's, uh, you know, and I'm, I've never looked back. And you know, Seattle, Seattle has a lot of clouds. And a lot <laughs> of rain. Yeah. The, yeah, you look look up at the sky and see sun all the time. And what an attitude adjustment that is. Absolutely. So, it's easier to be happy and smile. So t- tell people about your, I always love to ask uh, singers in particular, about your style. If you had to describe your style of singing or entertaining, how would you describe it? Well, I, yeah, I'm a, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, Crooner, basically, okay. is the way to explain it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I love the kind of music that I do is is the American Songbook, mm-hmm. the Sinatra, the Dean Martins, right? You know, the type of music that I grew up with, right? And that's the music I'm more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it appears that you know a lot of the crowd in in the desert is is an older crowd, and so mm-hmm. a lot of the people are it's the area that they grew up in as well. So it works well for me. Yeah. Did you did you study uh, voice and singing when you were younger? No, I didn't. I never did. Uh, it just seemed to come naturally to me. And uh, I probably could have learned a little better breath control. <laughs> <laughs> did, now, you know, hold out notes a little longer. Yeah. But other than that, I think... Uh, it all it all worked worked out pretty well. I, have, I come from a musical family. I was just going to ask you my, that. My dad sang, and uh, my sister sang. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sang on the radio years and years and years ago. Um, and then uh, my other brother, one of my other brothers, sang, uh, and has or actually has a record in the uh, um, archives in Washington D.C. of the Seattle World's Fair. Oh. He recorded a song, and it they they put it in the archives. So oh, that's he's great. pretty proud about that. So, um, but it's uh, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so what what are what are what are a couple of your um, your go to songs, your favorite uh, songs? If you're going to do either a Monday night or let's say you're going to go to somebody else's uh, open mic or gig, and they say, hey, hey, uh, Larry, come on up and sing something. What what are a couple of your go to songs that you really love to do? Well, it's always. It's always going to be a Sinatra or a Dean Martin song. Okay. Um, my favorite song, of course, is My Way. It always has been. Okay. And uh, so that's that's really my go-to song. It's probably everybody in the world's go-to song mm-hmm. that gets up and, and sings somewhere. But, um, you know, most singers don't know their own keys. Mm-hmm. Not if you're good. Working with, uh, you know, when you're working with uh, tracks, Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, end up uh, just you know working with the tracks and you, you adjust them to what you want. Right, right. But it, it's uh, and that, that was a funny story with Ted Herman. You know they they wrote seventeen pieces. They all read music. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Ted, I need to uh, I see I need to know the uh, bell tone to come in on. Mm-hmm. And he said, look. He said, "You just be where you're supposed to be. We know what we're doing." <laughs> and that was that was a, that was Ted's Ted's best piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And so you listen very carefully to it yeah. to the start of a song. Yeah. So and you know it from your experience. A yeah. bell tone is what you listen listen for yes. that gives you that first that first note. Yes, and that's pretty important. It's pretty important to come in on that yeah, right note. 
So are you, do you, uh, do you do private things? Do you, are you around town? I've known Indy Wells Resort Hotel is kind of your home base, but do, are you around town anywhere right. else singing? I, I sing uh, at the Sons of Italy uh, the third Wednesday of every month, mm-hmm. which is one of my fun gigs. Um, and I actually do comedy that night. I made the mistake of telling a few jokes one night before I started singing. And now people say, are you going to tell jokes tonight? They expect it, I'm I'm a singer. (laughs) And they say, we love your jokes. So now I'm a partial comedian. Mm -hmm. And uh, I ended up opening a show for Rose Kingsley down here um, as a comedian Mm -hmm. uh, about a month ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Where I did ten ten minutes of stand up at the opening of her show. Yeah. So I, I you know, I love to do everything. <laughs> what what do you when I uh, one thing I love like to ask other performers is when when you get time off. I mean, I know a lot of performers are really busy. And you don't have that much time off necessarily. But if you get some time off and you get a night where you're you know with your wife or friends from out of town and you say, let's go hear some music somewhere, and you go see someone else, another performer. Yes, what, we do. What do you look for? What are you hoping to see or hear from another singer when you're in the audience? I uh, you, you watch very carefully of how they connect with the audience mm-hmm. and what they've done to connect with the audience. And, you know, oftentimes you can get a tip that really works, you know, for you when you're mm-hmm. trying to connect with your audience. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when you're up there and they're watching you, you better be you better be connecting with them or it's going to be a tough night. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of that, when is another question I love to ask singers because I get so many different answers on this. Um the the idea of sometimes during a song with a singer closing your eyes i have a, i've heard a lot of differing opinions on that some people say you should never 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 do it because you're, you're blocking out your audience so, and some people say well it's okay if you're really into the song and it's emotional how do you feel about that i don't i don't like closing my eyes uh and what you said earlier uh because you lose that connection with your audience briefly mm-hmm. um you know, a song is is interpreted the way that you read those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Everybody will sing a song differently uh, as to how they feel about what the lyrics say. Right, and that's the that's the key as far as I'm concerned. I feel my music the way I the way I read it. It's it's I'm telling the story that I think it says. Right. And uh, it seems to work. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, the other thing I love to do is country. I yeah. love country music. I have for a long time, and uh, so I do. I live. I do some country uh, in my shows, and I do a little bit of rock and roll. Not the new stuff, but the older no, rock. Cla- and roll. More classic rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more classic rock. And so I try to give the audience a complete show when I do it, and. Uh, and the, you know the female singers that I have with me, um, they change my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, three hours uh, up there on stage uh, with just me—that's a lot well, for any singer. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. You yeah, know? and so what? What uh, I we started with the idea of let's get let's get a hook, let's mm-hmm. something that changes our show, so that the customers are are you know captured. Right, and that right. was bringing in the female female guest artist. Sharon Sills, for instance, has been with me for six years. Yeah, and yeah. She started her seventh year with me. Mm-hmm. The girls love it. They say, "Hey, 
we come to the show that night, we don't have to do anything except sing. Just right, just set show up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Larry Capaloto, uh, Monday, every Monday, 6 to 9 p.m., Indian Wells Resort Hotel, the Larry Capaloto Show with different singers each week, and they're all fabulous. Um, continued success, and you have such, you should do some radio. You have that great, great resonance to your voice. Thank you so much oh, for being you. here, and continued success. I really well, appreciate it. Bonnie, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. You have one wonderful day. See you soon. Okay. All right. And we'll see you guys next time on The Desert Scene.